0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats Podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95.
1: Assalamu alaykum, hello allah, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Welcome to Wednesday, and happy Chinese New Year. From 11 a.m., Mr. and Mrs. Muscle are back talking all things health and fitness, and today we are looking at something that's become a bit of a buzzword, and that is biohacks. From bulletproof coffee to deep cold to deep breathing, we explore the practices that some say can give you superhuman health and even prolong life. Uh, what are biohacks do they actually work uh and of course we are going to be talking all things health and fitness too so if you have any questions mike and viv are going to be ready for those so do send them in 4215 is the text line you can get in touch on instagram as well you can message us there uh this hour though we are going to be uh talking the opening tonight finally the Shah delight festival uh, so exciting plus Sharjah Innovation Week kicks off this Friday, and we have the details. All of that and more coming up next on Life Beats on Pulse ninety five.
0: This is Pulse ninety five. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats with Sally Musa, only on Pulse ninety five.
1: Sharjah is about to be lit, so get ready. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hi.
1: Hi, Arwaad. hey Arwaad. Hey, Hi, Sally. How's I'm it going? Sabah al
2: khair Sabah al nur I'm very excited to hear about lights because I'm very into lights.
1: Oh, if you're very <laughs> into lights, you are going to love this because uh, we are talking the Sharjah Light Festival, which starts tonight from the 6th to the 16th of February. Uh, They've got an amazing lineup of globally renowned artists, okay, Mm. who um, illuminate buildings all over the Emirates. So they've got 17 different locations um, in Sharjah. Uh, Culture and and family will be taking center stage at the festival. It's uh, spread across 20 shows, in fact across uh, 17 locations so this is uh, organized by the Sharjah Commerce and Tourism Development Authority and it's the ninth year did you know that it's the ninth year that they've been doing this no it's amazing um, it's going to be highlighting the importance of strengthening family ties and cultural ambition which is um, really very mm. much something that is famous for you know, that this it really is the cultural capital. It is a beautiful place for families to come. And there's nothing more exciting than seeing the whole city and emirate lit up. Lit up. That's very nice. But
2: I'm just wondering how how lights are related to that. Is it because when you go out on a family night out with your family and you just see all these beautiful things and it brings you together and then it's like a talking point for mm. everyone.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. I a mean, experience. you clearly haven't seen this. It's no. like buildings, entire buildings are going to be lit up. Right, so you know yes. how they project gorgeous mm. uh, light shows, and there's going to be music and all kinds of things. Oh, so it's like it's yeah. it's like dancing light shows and things like that. Yes. Not physically oh. people dancing, but the lights <laughs> themselves dance. Yeah, so the lights belong right? to the music. Right, exactly. So it's a whole show. Wow. Right, um, so it, you've got a whole bunch of locations. Shall we go through them? Please uh, do. You've got Shaozhou <laughs> uh, University City Campus Avenue is going to be lit up. Sharjah Police Academy, University City Hall, American University of Sharjah, Sharjah Book Authority, Sharjah City Municipality, Khalid Lagoon, um, Masjid An Nur. Have you seen Masjid oh. An Nur? How beautiful it is on the on the waterfront the there. On the roundabout near the it's, library. It's the one on the waterfront. Oh, you haven't I've seen it. I've to see it. Al Qasba as well. See, because you're new to Sharjah. I know. You are, you have come. At the perfect time. Um, I, tell I you. feel
2: really lucky
1: actually. Yeah. All
2: these events are taking place, all these festivals. Right as I land. Exactly.
1: Okay. You're going <laughs> to love this. This is amazing, right? al Qasba, which we love. At Palm Oasis, uh, Onkhard Lagoon, Sharjah Chamber of Commerce and Industry, uh, the Directorate of Human Resources uh, in Kalba as well, uh, Municipality and mu- Municipal Council. Uh, Al-Hamriya in Kalba Municipality. Uh, Khorfakan Directorate of Town Planning Department. Masjid Sheikh uh, Rashid bin Ahmed Al-Qasimi, uh, Dibal Hissin, uh, so uh, it's just going to be amazing mm, this um is. so last week in fact we yeah. did have the chairman of uh Sharjah Commerce and Tourism Development Authority his excellency uh Khalid Jassim Al Mitfah joined um Abdul Karim mm. on afternoon Karak to, to talk about this and Everything else that's happening in terms of tourism in Sharjah, and he said, uh, "the uh, he says the Emirate of Sharjah is an enchanting uh, venue to witness diversity and global openness to different cultures, making it one of the most attractive cultural destinations in the world." So it's there it's, you go. Yeah, it's mm. very artistic actually, because it's difficult to. to to time
2: it with the music, it's like the dancing fountain. Right, exactly, it's exactly the same.
1: Exactly. So the the festival this year is going to be held under the theme of culture and family, as we said, to uh, highlight the uniqueness and cultural diversity being experienced here in the Emirates. It's going to host renowned artists and pioneers in global culture and knowledge, celebrating the unique harmony between modernity and heritage in Sharjah and its ability to maintain both in one city it's quite amazing um of course it's had huge success in past years as well Ooh. um it's one of the most important tourist attractions in Sharjah um, and really emphasizes Sharjah's rich heritage and culture it's beautiful so gorgeous um if you haven't seen you have to go online as well uh, and have a look uh, at the uh, Sharjah light festival website as well. Um, do you know last year they had a million visitors? Wow. Within the 11 days of the Sharjah Light Festival. That's a record number. Right? Incredible stuff. So, um, and it was covered everywhere, of course. So um, I can't wait to see it. Same here. I feel like every year they're probably going to expand
2: the area that they light up. Yeah, yes. exactly, right? Until they cover the whole city. <laughs> can you imagine? I can imagine. Wow. That's why
1: I'm really excited. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. Beautiful. Let us know if you're uh, heading over to the Sharjah Light Festival. It does start tonight um, and uh, I, I believe they're going to start lighting up from 6pm. So from 6pm you can see it all being lit up and looking absolutely incredible as, that's, as the sun goes down. The lights come up. The lights come (laughs) up. Yes, they do. Incredible. It's going to be magical. Yes. So Mm -hmm. let us know if you're going to be there. But coming up next, uh, we've got an interesting uh, discussion topic. You sent me this article (laughs) and I was like, yes. (laughs) Hence, laughter. Yes. So this is the question. Should you have to ask a child's consent before tickling them? let that sink in for a moment we're going to be discussing that and more next on life beats on pulse 95
0: this is pulse 95 you're listening to the life beats podcast life beats life beats with sally musa only on pulse 95 95
1: welcome back to life beats on pulse 95 now um this is a really interesting question should you ask a child's permission before you tickle them (laughs) Arwad Khalifa. Oh, the question's
2: for me, not just for our listeners. Um, I don't have children, but I do tend to tickle my sister a lot. And she absolutely hates it. So I I feel for anyone who doesn't like it. So maybe I should ask for her consent. But of course, she's going to say, no, please don't tickle me. But when it comes to children... um, Maybe we should.
1: What about you? Would you let people tickling you?
2: I'm not ticklish. We're not like
1: advocating that anybody should go up and tickle at a word, so please don't. Are you one of those people who's just not ticklish?
2: I'm not at all. At all. At all. Like you can try after the show. That's
1: ridiculous. (laughs) In the break. Why are we gonna wait till after the show? I'm gonna try it in the break. No. What? Really? Are you one of those people?
2: I am one of those people and it annoys so many people because some of my male friends are ticklish and it's pretty funny. Because they're like, but you're a girl. And I say to them, so that means
1: nothing. What does they it mean? Think just because you're a girl, you should be ticklish. Right. No, that doesn't Makes make no any sense. sense. I wonder why that is. We need to find why out the reason. Why they think that way? Like the biological reason why some people are ticklish and some are not. Mm. Anyway, what? the reason we're talking about this is because... <laughs> um, so the comedian Russell Brand, who has like a whole uh, array of uh, interesting opinions on things, shall we say. Um, he said that he would punch anyone... Who tried to tickle his young daughters? That's extreme. Quote, he says, it's an attempt to subvert the child's bodily autonomy and to take away their right to their own space and peace. Um, It's unclear whether he actually tickles his own children or whether he has consent from them to do that. But obviously, uh, Sophie Scott, professor of cognitive neuroscience at the University College London, says, you can't just prance up to any child and start tickling them according to her to the professor uh she's an expert on what causes laughter she says um that this is not only because a lot of people don't really like being tickled at all it is usually a behavior reserved to parents or caregivers and their children and this is a way of kicking off proverbial communication so when you study laughter in humans and other mammals the professor says the first laughs tend to occur as a result of tickling. Tickling exists as a mechanism to get laughter going. So Hmm. she's been asked, why do we laugh when we're tickled? Um, she says that touch is a complex phenomenon and different receptors under the skin will signal pain or irritation for instance. And tickling seems to be a signal for your brain, uh, that it gets that the sensation is coming from someone else and not from you. Which explains why you actually can't tickle mm. yourself. I mean, that makes sense to me anyway. But I I still don't know why you, you're you not ticklish. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, another positive <laughs> aspect of tickling, she says, is... We know from rats that the more they're tickled as babies, the more that they will laugh as adults. Oh. When they're tickled. So you were never so tickled. So I went...
2: <laughs> I was... I blame my parents. <laughs> we
1: have to ask your parents. <laughs> Why didn't you tickle me as we, a child? We need to bring them into this discussion. <laughs> this is so interesting. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, apparently, the more you tickled when you're little, the more you laugh as an adult, and the more optimistic that you are as well. Um, oh. But, I'm, I mean, obviously, these are within, you know, uh, experiments on rats. So, <laughs> like play fighting, tickling games... Um, play sensitivity can also help teach children about boundaries and most people do find being tickled quite aversive she says Um, but when you've got used to being tickled by somebody quite often you'll start laughing before any tickling has ever occurred you've got your laugh and in other words you don't need to that physical follow through you know it's the expectation of it right Mm. Um, but I have to say I'm somebody who absolutely hates being tickled
2: (laughs) but do you tickle your children do you sometimes, ask them, do but you ask rarely, for their
1: consent? Do you know because because I feel like it's torture for me, yeah. like it, it really feels like torture. I would ha- I hate being t- I hate the idea of being tickled. I'm like get right away from me if I feel it. And my mum used <laughs> to tickle me, and I'd be like, you have to stop. And I just that's like, why you're beg. happy now. You this, think- <laughs> this article is correct. Yes. Um, I don't know about that, but you know what? It's um. It's interesting. It's food for thought. I reckon Mm. you kind of, you have to be sensitive and you got to gauge it. Um, And to see whether that person, you know, if it's your children, they do want to be tickled or not. I do tend to tickle my kids, especially the little (laughs) one because she's little and she has a cute laugh. And I love hearing it. But, you know, I will try to kind of, you know, stop myself from going overboard.
2: I think if it irritates her, she'll be, she will say, Mommy, please don't tickle me. <laughs> and then I'm sure you'll stop because you're a sweet mom.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's <laughs> an interesting question. I never thought about it before. I just, um, just accepted the fact that I just get tortured by it and never <laughs> thought. It's so interesting. You know, what makes us laugh? How do we laugh? Why do we laugh? You know, yeah. all of these questions kind of come up because of this article. So let us know. Are you somebody who completely hates being tickled or uh, do you love being tickled or tickling somebody else? That's a kind of a funny question. Funny psychology question. Yeah. Well, you asked, why
2: are we ticklish? So I've done some research just quickly now. I love it. And apparently researchers do not fully understand why we're ticklish. So even researchers don't know. But there are two types of tickling, apparently.
1: Two types? What are they? Okay, (laughs) let
2: me, I hope I pronounced this correctly. It's knismesis. Is when a light skin irritation such as a bug walking on the skin oh. triggers an urge to push it away oh. some believe this response may protect against insect bites so a person can tickle themselves this way so that's one way and the other one is gargalesis those are interesting names is more intense tickling the kind that causes people to laugh when someone repeatedly touches a sensitive area of the body people cannot tickle themselves in this way that oh still goodness. doesn't
1: explain
2: why they just. We'll don't get know. to the
1: bottom of it. I, I think that more research is necessary. But uh, speaking of research, speaking of exciting breakthroughs, Innovation Week, Sharjah Innovation Week, is happening starting on Friday, and we have the details for you next right here on Life Beats on Pulse ninety five.
0: This is Pulse ninety five. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life beats. Life beats with Sally Moussa only on Pulse 95. 95.
1: UAE Innovation Month was announced to celebrate innovation across the country. It's a month long festival that aims to strengthen the country's position as a global hub for innovation, enhance the development of new ideas and capabilities and create a widespread culture of innovation. You're gonna hear that word a lot. Um, innovation month is actually one of the largest festivals for innovation in the world, bringing together government, the private sector, and individuals. So under the patronage of Sheikh Sultan bin Muhammad bin Sultan Al Qasimi, Crown Prince and Deputy Ruler of Sharjah and Chairman of the Sharjah Executive Council, and Sharjah Innovation Council, Sharjah Innovation Week, is being celebrated from the 8th this Friday to the 14th of February as part of the UAE Innovation Month. And it's going to be formally kicking off at Sharjah University Hall. Here to tell us more, I'm so pleased to welcome to the show, Khaloud alias a member of the Innovation Month Committee right here in Shar- Shar- Sharjah. Sharjah
3: yes.
1: <laughs> welcome, Khaloud.
3: Thank you so much, Sally, for having us and good morning, everyone. Um, So I'm here to talk to you about UA Innovation Month. And um, um, first of all, uh, welcome all of you to the exhibition. It's going to be in uh, City Hall um, from, as uh, Sally said, from 8th of uh, February. That's so exciting.
1: Are you excited for it?
3: We are very much excited. um, Tell me,
1: Khulwood, as somebody Mm -hmm. who's part of the committee, you know, yeah. you've put so much work and effort into this, into the lead up. You know, how has it been working on this? It's fantastic.
3: It is um, very exciting for us as a committee, um, looking at the uh, progress that we've made throughout the years. Um, um, let me ta- Let me start from the beginning. Um, t- uh, we have started um, in 2015 when Hizayna Sheikh Harifa bin uh, Zayed al uh, when he announced uh, the year two thousand fifteen as the year of innovation, um, ever since um, we have the exec- executive council of Sharjah has formed um, the uh, a committee, um, and it has been working hand in hand with the federal committee to spread the culture of innovation in UAE, aiming to make it the number one hub of innovation, and. Um, <clears throat> So, so this year, uh, it's really
1: exciting because you've, you're going to be focusing on four different sectors right. as well. So uh, let's go through these. You've got healthcare, education, technology as enablers, mm-hmm. renewable energy and sustainability. So tell us a bit more about that.
3: Right. Uh, so this year, uh, we thought of changing the um, the journey or the exhibition um, so we have divided the um, projects or participation into four sectors, um, and even the design it would uh, look um, different um, uh, for our visitors. Uh, so um, I can tell you a lit, I mean, an example of each of these sectors. For example, um, in technology as enabler, uh, we have a smart white stick. Which um, is it? It's modified for blind people, which is supported by senses and vibrations, and um, it helps them to, um, um, I mean, to guide them uh, without any help. A smart stick for yes. the blind. Yes, yes. This right. is very yes. cool. And it's, it is designed by uh, students from higher colleges of technology. Um, and also in health, for example, the American University students uh, came up with a standing wheelchair to help the um, the um, the paralyzed uh, person stand and move without any help as well. Um, we have from education, for example, at CT students came up with a smart uh, chemical lab. It uh, helps these students uh, to conduct chemical labs uh, on an iPad and see results immediately. Mm. Um, maybe on sustainability, uh, one of the projects that caught my eye is BIA, um, the waste energy. Uh, which helps uh, uh, this project offers an innovative approach to um, ensuring complete, diverse uh, diversion of waste while monetarizing and producing clean and sustainable energy. These are some of the projects that will be showcasing in our um, venue. Uh, so this is fantastic. It
1: is really amazing because um, you we're going to be seeing the future. Basically, you know, at at Innovation Week, this is the place where you get to see the exciting, groundbreaking ideas that young people have that uh, maybe come from government as well, come from the private sector, all coming together um, for Innovation Week here in Sharjah, which is just phenomenal. I love it.
3: Right. Uh, So... just a quick um, I mean I mean I'll tell you statistics of um, the, the comparison between this year and last year yeah. um, last year for example we had part sp- 300 different participations from 28 um, entities um while this year we're having 65 um, participations from uh, 17 local and federal entities um, but also from 34 uh, universities. So uh, last
1: last year it was very spread out. You had 300 different um, activities, right? but now you're kind of focusing a lot more on the quality of them.
3: Yeah, the the aim was um, uh, to spread the culture of innovation and foster the innovation into the um, entities. Um, But right now we have uh, raised the standard and uh, we have created a competitive environment healthy competition between the different sectors um, and academic um, universities as well. Um, For them, um, and we raised the standard, um, so it was very surprising, but also we were very pleased to see that they were up to the standard and then they have um, came up with really a nice project. It made us. It made it very hard for us as a committee to choose between uh, the different projects that I were submitted. I love that.
1: Yeah, isn't it yeah. great when they make it hard for you that you just you're you're inundated with so much great work that right. is of such a high standard? Coming up next, Holoud. Uh, I would love to go uh, into the kind of workshops. There are going to be a whole lot of workshops. We're going to be talking about those next on Life feeds on Pulse ninety five. Keep it here.
0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95.
1: Welcome back to Life Beats. And we are in conversation with Khalud Alias all about uh, the amazing lineup that we have for Sharjah Innovation Week. It's starting this Friday um, and uh, the location again, please Khulood for those who want to get out there.
3: Okay. Um, yeah.
1: Where can they go uh, to be part of this?
3: Sure. Uh, first of all, please follow us on um, Instagram. It's Sharjah underscore innovates. It has all the information and videos uh, to know more about the event. Amazing. And uh, also please uh, register for the workshops. They are um, um, we have. You've got some big names in this.
1: This is amazing. Right. It's fantastic.
3: Yes. Who's I mean, on
1: board? Tell us about some of the companies you're on board for these workshops.
3: Uh, sure. Um, we have, uh, for example, SAP uh, giving um, a workshop about science fiction and AI, artificial uh, artificial intelligence, and also Dell is giving a workshop about transformation and deep learning. Um, also, we have blockchain and um, um, Internet of Things. Um, we have also the future of uh, our future with robotics that's given by Kawasaki. Um, and also we have uh, other several workshops given by uh, Google Development Group in Sharjah and, Charger and uh, IBM. Microsoft, uh, everybody's on
1: board, right? Yeah. All the big players when it comes to innovation, they are going to be there. Um, which is incredible. It's exciting because you've got Arabic sessions and you have English sessions as well.
3: Yes, and it's also for all ages. We have also sessions for children. Uh, we have a specific uh, How session. How old? What's, like, what's the age group? Uh, there are for 6 to 10 and then for from 10 to 16. And then, I mean, also for university students as well.
1: Fantastic. So it's for everyone. Get them started young. Right. Because that's when they're most excited and they have the most amazing ideas, you know, to to get things moving. You know, they've, they've got that thing where they're not afraid of failing. You know, they'll, they'll try anything and they have crazy ideas that will actually get them um, to solve problems that we might have been struggling to solve for a long time. So this is really exciting.
3: Yes, yes. And um, also I would like to say that um, you have to... Um, um, you have to check the website and reserve your seat because these oh, are... Oh, you got to uh, register. Yes, they have to register through our website for, because there are limited seats. And uh, these companies are actually offering those workshops for our event free of charge, where some of them actually could cost up to a $1,000. But I mean, for our guests, uh, they're welcome to attend and benefit. Hang on a minute. These sessions are being offered free of charge, yes, where normally
1: normally they would cost you a thousand dirhams to attend right wow
3: yeah
1: oh my gosh get out there make sure what's the website again <laughs>
3: it's um charger it's innovation dot, S-R-J dot, dot a-e innovation
1: dot dot a-e perfect oh my gosh uh, i'm definitely going to get uh onto the website reserve my seats uh for these um, Arwad, have you seen any of these sessions that have caught your eye? Right um, here, yes. Well, I'm interested in all of the
2: artificial intelligence ones. I love and it. Our future with robotics. I'm very intrigued by
1: artificial intelligence and robots. This one is great because mm. uh, this one is about how to protect and commercialize your invention. So if you've got a really great idea, they've even mm. got sessions all around. You know the the um, the intellectual property side of things and and the legal mm. side of things. So it's brilliant fantastic. consolidation, sustainability of innovation, uh rapid prototyping. Um, there's something here about the perfect lunchbox.
3: Right. It's <laughs> What's that? that it's for kids, um, I assume is it to
2: do with um healthy
3: eating. Right. And also and, and in a fun way for kids uh, <laughs> to learn. <laughs> I'm something curious. you wouldn't expect at the Innovation
1: Yeah uh, Innovation Week. But um this is very cool because it's kind of like covering everything. Maybe mm-hmm. it's uh futuristic lunchbox maybe exactly what would a robot eat what would a robot eat maybe that's Mm. covered in there um (laughs) uh, i love this because you're talking science fiction uh, and ai as well Uh, being a digital citizen um you've got uh the innovative electrician oh my gosh so many things iot of course internet of things is a huge thing right now whatever you're interested in you need to get out there. Get to Sharjah Innovation Week. This is amazing. Mm. It is all part of Innovation Month. Get out there. It is amazing. Khaloud Elias, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you, Sally. All the best next week, and I'm really looking forward to seeing you there.
3: Welcome, all of you. <laughs> thank you so much.
0: This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.